Hey guys, I promised y'all two truths and a lie, so we're going to start this episode with just that. All right, Jackie, you're up first. All right, here we go. I love the smell of cleaning products. I had a pet donkey growing up. Spicy food is my jam. Oh, all right. Y'all think on that one. I'm not real sure. Okay, Gibbs, what do you have? All right, guys. My dream job was to be a flight attendant. One of my favorite artists is Taylor Swift, and I made straight A's all through high school. Mm. Taylor Swift, flight attendant, or straight A's? Which one's the lie? All right, Amy, you're up. So I can install and fix a toilet all by myself. I love gardening. I have 12 pets that are over five different species. Ooh, you have a farm? (laughs) Kind of, maybe. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder what the lie is there. All right, Jamie, our inspiration manager. Let's tell us something inspiring. All right, don't have anything inspiring right now, but I still have my Christmas tree up. I've been on The Price is Right, and I raised pigs in high school. Oh, so are you a pig farmer? You you still have your Christmas tree up? (laughs) That's funny. I hope that's the lie. Um, I could totally see you on Price is Right. Hmm. All right, guys, so let's find out what is the lie. Jackie, which one's your lie? Spicy food is my jam. Can't stand anything with any spice at all. (laughs) So funny story. Jackie, me, and Amy were on a business trip one time and ordered these uh, peppers. What were those called? Shishito peppers. Shishito peppers. And I'm like, Jackie, it's fine. They're not spicy at all. Because to me, they're not spicy at all. So she took one little like dip on her tongue and she's like at the restaurant going, I need milk, I need milk, I need milk, I can't make I was like, wow, she really cannot handle spicy food. At all. At all. <laughs> all right. So we're going to have hot sauce for dinner tonight. <laughs> Gibbs? What do you think? Oh. I think you're an overachiever, so I totally could see the straight A's. Um... Not a flight attendant. You know, a lot of kids really wanted to be flight attendants. Maybe travel the world. What was your other one? I love Taylor Swift. I don't see you as a Taylor Swift fan. Which one is it? I love Taylor Swift. Do you? Love it. Love it. I wanted to be a flight attendant so bad. I got accepted to the Southwest school and didn't get to attend. Oh, no. So straight A's was not the thing in high school. Made bad grades on my first ninth grade year. And then the rest of my high school made all straight A's. But your ninth grade year was an adjustment, huh? Yes. I had to raise my brothers and sisters. So mm. (laughs) (laughs) more time parenting than making grades, right? right? Very cool. All right, Amy. I think I could guess. Definitely, I could see you as a farm girl. I think you probably do have 12 animals and five species. Yeah. So we have seven chickens, two ducks. One tortoise, one um, dog, and one uh, rabbit. Wow. That's a lot of, of things to take care of. So that one's true. That one's true. And the other ones was gardening and... Um, I can fix and install a toilet all by myself. Okay, I I know which one it is because <laughs> I, I know you way too well. 
So I absolutely hate gardening. Um, every plant that I touch, even bamboo, which you're not supposed to be able to kill, I end up killing. So I'm not very good at gardening. Gardening's not, not your thing. Not my thing. But you could totally set a toilet. I could totally see you doing that. I can do that. <laughs> you could build a house. Thanks to my husband. Yes, I can now do lots of construction things. There you go. We've always joked and said, well, if insurance doesn't work out, we'll start a construction company. <laughs> very cool. All right, Jamie, let's hear it. Okay. Guess what? I still have my Christmas tree up. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew that. I just wanted to give you a hard time. But I've never been on The Price is Right. <laughs> so you totally see Jamie on The Price is Right. The fact that she does still have her Christmas tree up. Do you watch Christmas movies in the middle of the year? In yeah. the summer? You do? I do. Do you just love Christmas that much? Yes, I, I love Christmas a lot. <laughs> elf is my favorite. Elf is her favorite. She has a snowflake elf costume. She is our uh, elf during Christmas. And snowflake. snowflake, is that her name? Yeah. And have you taken your tree down in the last five years, Jamie? Let's get real. Yes, only because I was doing uh, some updates in my house. That's why. <laughs> so when you remodeled your house, you took your Christmas tree down? Yep, yep, I had to. And then you put it back up? Yep. Does it still have ornaments on it? No, it has the lights. It, oh, it has okay. lights on it. So just a tree. Just <laughs> And that is why we love Jamie. Oh, great. All right. So guys, let's get started on our Breathe Out podcast for this uh, episode, which we're going to run straight into. So welcome to Breathe Out. Let's get started with finishing up our wellness month with the last two elements that I don't think we give enough credit to, which is connect and relax. So or relax and connect. So the elements that we focus on for the month of August is move, eat, sleep, relax, connect. And so move, eat, sleep, totally simple. It's, well, it's not simple, but it's self-explanatory. Let's get into relax and connect. And we talked some last time with our, um, my friends here about um, burnout. And I think that relaxing is a rhythm and a discipline and something that type A personalities or high drivers or people that work for Heather um, don't get the option or not the option, but don't um, necessarily <laughs> feel that relaxation is a thing, right? Um, so I asked these wonderful ladies to just hop on with me again since we you know, need to do this two truths and a lie. And let's just talk about the last two, which is connect and relax. So relaxing was something I had to become very intentional about. And we had a challenge when we first started down this journey of wellness month. And it was like, spend 10 minutes a day doing nothing. And I found that I could not even sit still for 10 minutes and do nothing. Like it drove me absolutely crazy. I was crawling out of my skin. It was the hardest thing I ever probably did. Um, and I found that okay, how can I get in the zone to where I can actually relax in this 10 minutes? And so this sounds kind of silly, but something that worked for me was swinging on a swing set. Um, so I have swings. We have a swing at the building. I have swings at home, um, swings in my backyard. But it was just something of like moving kind of kept me, um, allowed me to get in that zone. Um, and so I found that while something that's so hard 
it's probably something I should work on, right? Um, and then I started to really figure out, okay, how do I hedge burnout? And so relaxation actually became a part of being intentional. Um, and one of the things I learned too was more than 10 minutes a day was probably a little more important. <laughs> like 10 minutes was a start. And just to kind of level that up. Um, and now I really look at, I want to take at least one week, one week, oh, that'd be nice, one day a week um, and make sure that I have some intentional relaxation time or do nothing time or Netflix, you know, binging time or whatever um, to really force myself. And I just have to tell myself, I have to do this for everyone around me so that I can be my best. So if I don't get that rest and that rejuvenation, then I'm not going to be able to give um, to everyone around me. And so I have to tell myself that repeatedly while I'm doing it, um, maybe justifying, you know, my vegged out behavior, but it's super important. So Jackie, I'd like to start with you. What have you learned about relax and connect through Feel Your Fire? I guess we'll start with relax and we'll go back around with connect. That it's really, really hard for me as well. Mm -hmm. um, when I stop moving, um, I fall asleep, <laughs> which is not always a bad thing. I love my sleep, but um, it's been really hard to do the meditation piece. Um, I even asked for like, how are you guys doing this? Because I couldn't figure it out. Um, my mind just won't stop. It won't slow down. So really being intentional about figuring out when I could do that. Um, I even asked if it was okay if I did it in the car because that seemed to be the only time that I could just zone out, I guess, <laughs> which sounds really bad, but where I wasn't like, I got to do this, I got to do that, like always on to the next thing. Um, it's funny, it, my husband and I have had that conversation. He's like, I don't understand. You're always thinking what, you know, like what's next? Like, if I'm going to walk upstairs, I'm like, what do I need to take with me? What do I need to do? I'm always two steps ahead in my head. So um, just slowing down. It's been tough. Do you find value in it when you do it? So, yes, I um, have have definitely found the value in it. Um, we have to slow down in order to balance ourselves. We have to find that place to to rest and get our mind right and then we can be more productive when we start again. So it's definitely something we all need to figure out how to do and how that works for us. Mm -hmm. For sure. All right, Gibbs, I want to hear all about your relax, relaxing, because I know you're like, um, uh, never stop as well. Relaxing? Yeah, right. <laughs> That's time for that when you got all these kids and all this other stuff going on in your life. Um, you mentioned the Netflix, so it's not really meditating or trying to clear your mind, but it is the time that I stop thinking of everything and just watch whatever specific movie that I'm watching at that time. So Daniel and I, we get on a binge of a certain movie and at nine o'clock we'll sit down and we'll watch that for an hour. And then that's my time to just decompress and just pay attention to the movie he's over on his phone looking at stuff and I'm like oh my god can you just watch can you just watch the movie um <laughs> but over the last couple of weeks uh, when we started our bingo challenge and the meditation was on there 
Um, I walk my dogs two times a day. I talk, I walk them every morning and I walk them every evening. And usually I'm listening to music or I'm thinking about the next thing that I need to do. But lately I've turned on meditation music Mm -hmm. and walk them while I'm listening to that. And it's actually been very calming because you're just looking at nature while the dogs are walking. And then I'm just listening to the meditation music. So that's been helpful for me, you know, and I wouldn't have done that without the bingo card and the challenge on that. So um, that's really the only way I decompress is nine o'clock at night. I watch my Netflix show and then start walking, you know, listen to that when I walk the dogs. So it's, it's hard. It's like Jackie said, it's hard to stop your brain and to stop with everything that's going on. And we are all fast paced people and, it just isn't, it just doesn't work for us. Mm-hmm. But it <laughs> so. is very, very important. All right, Amy. So relaxation for me is probably a little bit more intuitive than it is for these other ladies. Um, I like reading books. I have done yoga. Um, I definitely know how to do it. Um, my biggest struggle is feeling guilty for doing it because Mm. I have a boss that goes 150 miles an hour and I have a husband who goes 150 miles an hour. So if I take the time to have that recharge, which is a necessity for me, I have to have that downtime. I have to have that relaxation time. Um, I feel guilty like I'm letting them down or I'm not doing what I need to be doing. Mm -hmm. So that's my biggest challenge, not necessarily how to do it. It's making it a priority for me. You know, it's funny you say that because even like me being intentional, like, okay, I've got to take this Saturday and and not have a project or not have a to-do list or or Sunday, whatever. I still feel like I have to justify that even to Brandon. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm relaxing because I have to so that I'm productive this next week. I have to take this break. And I'm preaching to him about he needs to do this too, but I'm still trying to justify or I feel like I owe everybody an explanation for doing what's necessary and important, right? So I totally get that. Um, You got to have it for sure. Yeah. For me, it's like I said, it's a necessity for me. It's Mm -hmm. my recharge. It's how I get myself, you know, Mm -hmm. right in the head so that I can tackle tackle the challenges of the next week. Mm -hmm. I think there's something too about like, introverted extroverts like have y'all heard that statement like because we're people persons or we're in people positions and people don't really wear us out people think that oh we're extroverts but we get our energy and refill oftentimes from doing introverted things like reading books and being alone and not having anybody bother us you know and that's how we recharge um and sometimes people can't relate to that because we are such extroverts in our work you know, we don't necessarily get our fuel from that. Right. People don't, whenever I say I like my alone time, they're like, but you're always around people and you're always so bubbly. And I'm like, yeah, but I really like to be alone. Yeah. (laughs) Like those are the best moments. (laughs) I didn't realize that about myself until I started really focusing on relaxation that I actually love to be alone. And I never would have thought in a million years that I was somebody that would enjoy being alone. But I'm like, man, this fuels me to just have that alone time, you know? Me and a great audible. <laughs> I fall asleep reading. That's relaxation for me is falling asleep. Okay. <laughs> All right, Jamie. So you were the wonderful person that put meditation on our bingo card for the last two years, which was probably the hardest thing for me to complete. Five minutes of meditation, mm-hmm. 10, 10 times or 10 days. It's crazy. That's been the hardest thing for me to complete. So tell me why you chose meditation 
and um, what you've learned from, you know, setting boundaries and having relaxation time. Go. Okay. So I'll be honest. I saw it on another bingo card and I put it on ours. Okay. (laughs) But I thought it was very important because like all of y'all said, we're always going and we never slow down. So this is intentional time, you know, to just get out of your head, focus, whether it's an energy meditation, a happy, have a good day, whatever. You need that time to just like clear the space in your mind and, you know, just recharge. So that's why I thought it was important for us. Very, very important. So today, Jamie and I did a yoga class with um, Sydney B. She taught us some yoga in the gym. I think we did really, really good. I'm not bendy. Me neither. (laughs) (laughs) We were very uh, awkward. Talk about pursuing discomfort. Those are some painful stretches. (laughs) Totally outside of my element. (laughs) Check our social media for that one. Yeah, check our social media. You'll see us attempting a yoga class. When um, that was pretty funny. All right, so let's talk about connect. Um, So I'm going to tell you all a little bit about the things that I learned when we started being intentional about connect, and then we'll kind of go around the room again with that one. So for me, when we got into connect, it was and our wellness journey here at High Point is with like the dawn of cell phones and everybody was, you know, on their cell phones all the time and nobody ever looked and talked to each other. And I feel like that's only progressively gotten worse over the years. I mean, now it's like our kids wouldn't even know how to function without a cell phone, you know? I mean, but I think that two things. During COVID, I think people realize the need for human connection that they may have taken for granted in the past, right? Um, And so I feel like there's definitely, Zoom doesn't give you human connection, you know? Um, And being locked in rooms where you can just Zoom, you realize that you've lost that, you know? And even our kids, I think, noticed there's something missing without that human connection. But we go through life not really putting value to that and how much it is needed. Think about, you know, how many people are having depression and anxiety and things like that now because of the loss of human connection. Um, and so what I started doing was figuring out how to become intentional about connection, right? So who was I going to connect to this week or reach out to that maybe was out of my um, comfort zone or hadn't thought about or somebody that, you know, so rather than text, I had to pick up the phone and call or schedule coffee or go to lunch with somebody. Um, And I tried to be really intentional about that because it's so easy because I'm so busy to not put any time into that you know um date night with Brandon that's like a big deal but that's like connect time and if we don't have that we derail very quickly because we don't have that communication um but again it's different than emailing each other our calendar you know it's actually sitting down and breaking bread or eating dessert together or whatever um that fuels that that connection piece Um, so I feel like maybe there's been a wake up to our world of, Hey, human connection is a necessity that I think we had really been taking for granted this last decade. Um, so that's what I've learned at this point. And just be, you have to be intentional, especially I think as the world comes back 
to, you know, doing things normal again or the new normal, whatever you want to call it. I think that connection has to be very intentional. You have to say, who am I going to make a connection with this week? And it's not a, who am I going to text? It's who am I going to go out of my comfort zone and do that? And that's one thing that our team did, I think exceptionally well in the beginning of COVID was how are we going to touch people and connect with our staff in the midst of this, you know, crazy little um, world. So we would do, you know, video call some random person. It was a little awkward sometimes when you're like calling someone you don't talk to on a random basis. But, you know, we all in our team stepped up and did that. And I think it did make a huge impact because people needed that. Um, And it also put us out of our comfort zone to be a little bit different. So one of the things on our bingo card is video call a friend, Mm -hmm. right? And so even one of our business best on Monday, one of the employees said, you know, I video called an old friend and caught up with them. And I thought it was really cool, cool. telling the story about how that she hadn't talked to him a long time. You know, I was like, oh, that's, that's really neat, you know. So I just video called Jamie. and no, I, <laughs> I didn't. I haven't done my video call yet. I don't, I don't have I any have friends. Any <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any friends that I don't work with. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> if you don't work and I'm your friend, I apologize. I didn't mean that that way. <laughs> you know, we're going to high point. You're still my friend. Um, all right, Jackie, you, I think, do a good job of connection with your family and definitely did that well through COVID. Um, tell me a little bit about what you've learned with Connect. So... Um, I knew that it's kind of funny. I'm going to use the family aspect of this, um, kind of what I learned through that, because towards the end of last year and the beginning of this year, um, you know, my son's been gone away to college for a couple of years and I had lost that connection. And now my daughter's a senior in high school this year. And I was starting to get that weird, like, oh my God, I'm not going to have my kids home anymore. This is so weird feeling. And then COVID hit and all of a sudden I had my little family back. Hmm. We were home. We were there all day, every day. And I felt like it was the biggest blessing for me. Um, It kind of gave me just that last piece of feeling I needed to be okay with them growing up and going out of the nest. It was kind of like I knew it was coming, but I wasn't ready for it. And now I feel like I'm ready for it because... Hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed every second of being home with my family that way um, because I knew what it was like for that to be gone. Mm. So when it happened, I was intentional about every minute I could get, you know, doing dinners together and just everything, just every moment. um, I really took the opportunity opportunity to connect there. Um, so it just made a huge impact for me. And now I know how important it is, um, to have those connections with others as well, because you never know when that's going to be gone. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. So today we have been having these fun Fridays and we're recording this on Friday afternoon. Um, we had a connect Four competition to promote connect and, um, I kicked Jackie's butt. She came runner up, so she's not quite the Connect Four championship champion, but she's close. I mean, we beat out all of the 50 other people, right? Almost awesome at Connect Four. Almost awesome at Connect Four is Jackie's uh, uh, <laughs> sign. <laughs> so, all right, Gibbs, tell us all about how you connect. 
So just coming over to High Point actually did that for me. That was one of the things coming over to High Point that I wanted to work on is as a person to grow and connect with others. And before I came here, I kind of was kept to myself a little bit and didn't really want to reach out to people because I was like, I don't really have time for that. It's just a lot of work to have friends and all of that mess. So so that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to grow. Coming to High Point helped me do that. And so um, connecting with people during COVID was out of my comfort zone, but giving them a call and talking to them and asking how they were doing. was helping me as well as helping them. And so as time is going on and on, I feel that I'm getting out of that comfort zone and reaching out to people outside of High Point, my friends, and things like that, that I used to say, I just don't have time for that. And now I'm making time to connect with those people and, you know, uh, rekindle that friendship and make it grow stronger and things like that. So that's kind of what it's done for me a little bit. Do you feel better um, having those connections in your life? You feel a little more whole? Um, I do. I do. I still sometimes am like, uh, it's work. It's work to reach out and do all of that. But in the long run, it is well worth the work. So Very cool. Awesome. Um, Amy has no problem connecting. That's her gift in life is is connecting, I think. Um, She's very, very good at it. But tell me what you've learned. So I think for me, it's been the intentional connection. Um, I, like you said, have no issue with it. I'm very good at connecting with people, keeping those friendships alive, checking in on people. I have a ton of empathy for where people are in their life or their situations. Um, So I'm usually that person that people reach out to when Mm -hmm. things are going wrong um, and they need to talk through things. Um, But for me, it was taking that a step further. So one of the things I did at the beginning of COVID was not just call people, but I took some care packages to some of the individuals Mm -hmm. um, that I knew were alone um, in our staff. So I made them very specific to them. I took them things that I knew they liked or they enjoyed, and I left them on their doorstep because I knew they were home alone. They didn't have Mm -hmm. the families that we had at home. They didn't have somebody to fill their time. They Mm -hmm. were you know, struggling on a whole different level than everybody else was. So I think just taking that a step further and thinking where people really are and giving them what they need. Absolutely. Not just thinking about yourself, but looking Mm -hmm. how other people need that and how you can help them through that. Very cool. All right, Jamie, let's hear what you've got. Okay. Well, I I don't have a problem connecting, um, you know, with my little circle of people, my family, um, which I got, you know, I've had a lot of time to do with them during COVID and I've loved every minute of it. And I'm actually like starting to feel a little disconnect again because times are starting to get busier again. But I'm going to be intentional about, you know, those times with my family. I'm not going to lose that again. Um, you know, my kids are growing up you know, so fast, you know, my daughter is a 16 or she's 10 going on 16. Maybe and 21. So, maybe. No, sure. <laughs> so, you know, and it's just those moments that I don't want to miss. Um, so making sure that I keep those connections. Um, but also, um, like all the other ones said, calling those people, that's way out of my comfort zone. So calling somebody just to check on them, you know, learning a little bit about them, um, you know, what their struggles are. Um, that was really, um, 
important for our staff during this whole shutdown and whatnot. So um, I'll probably continue that. Can't make any promises, but I'm going to try. <laughs> well, and I mean, other people on our team that really struggle with, you know, reaching out to people like Stacy and Sydney, that's totally out of, it was out of everybody's comfort zone mm-hmm. and we all did it. It's just, um, I think that was a, a, a really cool thing. So, yeah, for sure. I think it helped us learn a lot about things we didn't know about mm-hmm. people we work with every day. Sure. There were tons of things that came up because people were sharing more because they wanted that human interaction. They wanted that connection. So we all learned things about people that we didn't know before COVID. Mm-hmm. For sure. And then I think it also helped because y'all all could help me keep uh, a pulse on where everybody was emotionally or you know, whatever is going, I couldn't reach that many people, but we all used each other, you know, everybody was helping with that. And so everybody did feel um, that they were getting loved on and getting communication and they weren't all alone through this whole, you know, process. And we could kind of um, hedge some things when we started seeing, you know, someone was really, really struggling, we could get in front of it um, during that time frame. Um, so, I think that relaxing and connection is two things that we don't always um, think about, we take for granted. And I think what I heard resonated with everybody is intentionality. You will never do either one of those without intentionality. You know, um, if you are a busy person, then relaxing is that much more important. You can't, you know, you, you have to refill your tank. Um, and then connection, if you're a busy person, um, you tend to lose sight of that, you know, and none of us want to wake up one day and be like, well, I don't have anybody to call, you know, and I'm, I'm really in a bad spot and I don't have anybody to call because I've not invested the time in relationships to to have that because it is a give and a take, you know, you have to invest the time to, to have it when you need it, I guess. Um, so great things to learn. I think what we did today with our staff was super cool. Great idea for anybody, you know, out there running a business was we did play connect for tournament. It was super cool. Um, yes, we wore a mask and (laughs) followed all the rules, but, um, we set up connect Four tables and did like a bracket elimination. Mm -hmm. Um, it was super fun. It was fun to get to see. And I was glad that I won and could show our staff that, you know, um, there's nobody better to lead them than someone who has enough strategy <laughs> to win at Connect Four, right? <laughs> so we talk about leadership. Leaders out there get really good at Connect Four, so you can show your team just how strategic you can be, that there is even strategy to such a game as Connect Four. Um, and the two truths and a lie. We did that as well, and that was really interesting too. Yeah, so before you could start your game, you had to tell the two truths and a lie. So that was just a... a icebreaker to get to know people. We've had a lot of new people we've hired during COVID and everybody's like, who's so-and-so? And and we have all these new names and everybody's like, wait, who's that? Or what's, you know, um, it's been hard to keep up with. So finding ways to connect with people um, has been super important. Um, one of the things that I feel like over COVID, um, we were real intentional about the connection and then things got kind of crazy over the summer and we became less intentional. And now like, you know, our staff's trying to come back. We're kind of in stages of doing that and really finding ways to create connection is super important because if we do hit a second wave, already having a little bit of that um, or tanks filled back up with that is going to help carry us through that next wave of whatever it is that we're facing, you know? So 
food for thought there. All right, guys. Well, we have finished our wellness journey with you guys. I hope you guys um, enjoy what we've all shared. And next Friday, we are doing our Team Wars. So check out social media as the Wonder Woman team kicks everybody's butt. <laughs> they're going down, aren't they? They're going yep. Down. yep. They are going, going down. down. Hey, uh, Risky Business, Wolfpack, um, Shake and Bake, Money Maker. Prestige worldwide. Just throw in the towel. Just throw it all in. We're going to take the trophy home. We are taking the banana trophy home. It is ours this year. The banana trophy is ours. All right, guys. Until next time, lead with love. Have a great week.